You're listening to the Free to Be Mindful podcast, which invites you along on a journey to learn of mindful living, grow in mental health, and inspire through personal growth. In a world where we can often feel much stress and overwhelm, this podcast provides bite-sized tips and real talk conversations, empowering you to embrace mindfulness and nurture your full potential. I'm your host, Vanessa de Jesus Guzman, educator, licensed professional counselor, entrepreneur, and mom. I'm passionate about helping others live life with peace of mind and ease of heart without losing their, well, you know, here we go. Hi there. Welcome to episode 185 of the Free to Be Mindful podcast. I hope that you're feeling good, looking good, and doing better in this world than you were yesterday. So I hope you are well, regardless of when it is that you've decided to press play on this episode. And if social media is your thing, and if you follow me, I happen to play most in the Instagram sandbox found at Counselor V de Jesus. So if you follow me there, you'll notice that I do try to engage with followers, especially via stories. Back in mid-January, I shared how I had seen a TV show that morning that was focusing on the concept of loneliness and how it's right now considered to be an epidemic in the U.S. I asked how many followers experience loneliness, and 55% of you stated that you experience it quite often. I then asked in the next story if you felt a podcast episode on the topic of loneliness was necessary, and 75% of you said yes which is how this episode came to be. And it's quite interesting because in the current day, we're supercharged by the influence of social connections, especially via our phones. You can say that we are supposedly super connected through social media and through our phones, but the ironic thing is that even with these advancements and all of the modern ways of connection, there still exists a crisis that can sometimes be silent, which is this loneliness epidemic. A letter from Dr. Murthy, who is the 19th and 21st Surgeon General of the United States, it mentions how loneliness is far more than just a bad feeling. It harms both individual and societal health. It is associated with the greater risk of cardiovascular disease, dementia, stroke, depression, anxiety, and even premature death. He said that the mortality rate of being socially disconnected is similar to that caused by smoking up to 15 cigarettes a day. And even greater than that, it's also associated with obesity and physical inactivity. And I mean, wow. Who would have thought that the impacts of loneliness could be so immense? And just through those points, we see how loneliness impacts our mental and our physical health. And it can trigger a negative domino effect in multiple aspects of our lives, whether it is personal, professional, and even social. And I know sometimes when we hear stats like this, we think, or at least I think, well, maybe that's true in other parts of the country, or maybe it impacts one gender more, or maybe that culture more. But my friends, the reality is that the concept of loneliness is so much more common than you think. We've all felt it at some point, right? If we think back to those moments, we might be able to recall our needs not being met or the feeling of struggling to be in tune with others or to be in tune with ourselves and just not being able to reach that. Being fully transparent, 
there have been times where I myself am surrounded by people, but yet for whatever the reason, it's still as though I'm in a room by myself or in time and space where it's just me, myself, and I by myself. And in speaking, you may have caught that I said for whatever reason, but the facts are that there can be specific causes to loneliness. Unfortunately, we all experienced the pandemic pushed this concept of isolation much farther than where it ever was, making it so much harder to see people and get back into the norm. That took a really long time. There's also personal loneliness, which are battles or hardships that make us feel alienated from loved ones. I'm sure you can all think back to a tough moment in life where perhaps you were going through something and maybe you felt trapped or maybe you felt separated from others. And when this happens, it's easy for us to slip into the mentality of wanting to go through things all alone or just the feeling of being lost or even misunderstood. Then there's also technologically induced loneliness. And for the sake of wanting to reach more connections, we can then spend more time on social media or just have more screen time in general, which sounds like it makes sense. But then this has the counter effect and can change our in-person experience and connections, making it more difficult to foster these nurtured connections in real life. There's also generational loneliness, which is super interesting. There was a study in Fortune Well, which demonstrated how loneliness affected Gen X, which is the ages 44 to 59, at 31%, and boomers at 19%. Gen Z, which is the ages of 12 to 27, and millennials, which are ages 28 to 43, these two age groups identified as the most lonely at 38 and 37% respectively. There are also socioeconomic status factors, which play a part in the feelings of loneliness as well. The unemployed are twice as likely to be more lonely than those not seeking work while higher income Americans are more likely to be lonely than lower income Americans. And this may be true because when your focus in life is the lowest level of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, and you're trying to just put food on the table and have a roof over your head, you don't have the space for loneliness because you may just be trying to survive. Our identities, our possessions and experience can also lead us to experience loneliness. There's also societal loneliness, which means having a lack of support or community. Think about it. Not having anyone to share passions, ideals, stories, and memories with. That's hard. Not knowing who to turn to for certain things. Not knowing who or when a connection is truly worth your time or worth your energy and something that is meant to be nourished. This can be a really lonely place and space to live in. And there's safety loneliness, which is a form of displaced comfort. Sometimes holding on to the concept of loneliness can turn into a defense mechanism, meaning that your brain goes into safety mode and just gets comfortable with the idea of keeping people away. And therapy can definitely help with this. Know that loneliness can root from a variety of factors, whether it be intentional or unintentional, and sometimes it can exist from things out of our control. But when we recognize some of these triggers, we can find some healthy ways to work on it because it matters. 
And you may ask yourself, well, why does it matter so? Well, of course, feeling lonely isn't fun and it impacts us physically and mentally. So physically, the concept of loneliness, as we heard before, can impact our blood pressure. It can give us sleep problems, a decreased ability to deal with the stressors of daily life, and it can reduce the body's ability to handle inflammation, leading to conditions such as osteosclerosis, rheumatoid arthritis, and tendinitis, as well as a weakened immune system. Researchers have yet to identify the exact ways that these problems occur, but they know that loneliness seems to make them all worse. And then mentally, emotionally, we may know these exist because perhaps at some point or another in life, we may have felt these ourselves. We can experience feelings of stress, sadness, anger, frustration, and other intense emotions because We don't have the powerful human connection and the intimacy that we need. There's also a feeling of self-doubt. Many times we play the blame game, seeking a way to reason with the loneliness. I see this in the therapy room all the time. Blaming others is just something that many of us do because it's easier to do that than to accept responsibility. Our minds then trick us into convincing ourselves that it's because we aren't good enough, because people don't want us, or other untrue thoughts that we consume and that we think of to just find an explanation for it all. But the truth is, there isn't anything wrong with us, and we deserve to feel happy and to feel loved, and we shouldn't isolate ourselves further for what we feel we lack in. So knowing all of this, the most important question is, how can we fight this epidemic of loneliness? Here are some tips. The first tip, do things that bring you joy. Fun hobbies, activities, vacations, and other experiences that motivate you to step outside of this feeling of isolation can be really good. And it helps you learn more about what makes you happy. When engaging in these activities, you may come across opportunities to meet new people and potentially new connections, which may turn into friends and then provide you with new opportunities for outings. The second tip is to engage in mindful living, which is easier than you think. When it is that you're doing these fun hobbies or activities, soak in the actual moment and what you're doing. And what that means is, Put the phone away, incorporate all of your senses, and just bring intentional thought into the experience. It really is as simple as that. Having a mindfulness practice can really help you with the concept of loneliness because it allows us to recenter our focus and to heal our mind, our body, and our soul and practice gratitude, which also helps as well. The third tip is to connect with people in your life. Carve out some time to see people you care for. And listen, I'll be really honest with you. I'm as busy as the next mom, wife, business owner, association president, etc. And fun fact about me, I'll share with you. I really dislike talking on the phone. (laughs) And I'm not sure why that is. And I feel bad about it, but it's just an awareness that I've come to learn about myself. And although I don't really like it, I've just come to accept it. So even though I don't call those I care for often, I'll tell you, you can text all day long. (laughs) 
And I think it's because it's easier to slip in a quick text here and there, let's say between clients, than to cut a conversation to just three to five minutes because that's all the time I had on my hands. And sometimes it's really tiring to continuing to converse with other people after I just feel talked out and listened out for the day after work. So a quick, I miss you or a thinking about you text, or even sharing memes, which I do every day with my husband, my girlfriends, and my brothers, that's an easy way to connect and laugh over shared thoughts and experiences. And here's a bonus tip for you all. Take chances and broaden your horizons. Speaking from experience, it can be really easy to stay in our everyday routine and not have to think about doing anything new because the brain just functions on autopilot. However, imagine that outcome if you just took a chance. And it can be really hard to make new friends or date someone new, especially if you move to a new area or you feel that you're more on the introverted side of things, or maybe you just don't have the means to meet people like you did before. With workplaces becoming remote or after graduating college, you're not always in situations where you can just walk out of your door or walk out of your office and become best friends with someone new. Knowing this is helpful because then we can adapt as to how we use social media and instead become more intentional with the relationships that we want to foster. For example, we can find an online community that perhaps relates to our backgrounds or passions or sending someone a message to have a coffee date or seeking an organization or a cause that we believe in and then we can meet people that way. And my friends, I'll share with you that while I share these tips, please note that I realize that sometimes these don't address how much loneliness can impact our mental state. And if trying out these ideas don't bring you to a better mental state or closer to feeling more comfortable with life itself, it may be time to reach out to a licensed therapist. You can also call or text the crisis hotline at 988 anytime, any day, if you're having intense sad thoughts or thoughts of harming yourself. And while I share all of these tips about how to reconnect with others and how loneliness can impact us, I also want to say that loneliness does not have to be a bad thing because there's peace in healthy solitude every now and then. It was interesting that when I posted back in January about feeling lonely, there were some people who DM'd me and said, wait, what if what we wish for is loneliness because we're always surrounded by people and can't find or get a break? Oof, there are two sides to every coin. So do know that it is okay to be okay without people all the time. And remember that we are whole as an individual and we don't necessarily need someone else to complete us or to find happiness in what we want. It's in this special solo time that we can learn more about ourselves and more about the simplicities and complexities of our own desires, of our own needs, and hopefully use that as a foundation for growth. Know that self-love and self-understanding and self-awareness are super important. So whether we use this solo time for journaling, for self-care, exercising, getting work done, making time for passion projects, or just doing a check-in with yourself, 
or maybe it's even just Netflix and chill all by yourself. When we have that time, we can then transform how we think by recognizing some of these patterns and know that you're going to be alone once in a while. And that is also okay and necessary at times. Some of the greatest ideas come from this. These moments of self-discovery start because of this. So just like we're mindful with other people, we also need to be mindful with ourselves and enjoy some of our own company. So my friends, know that the key isn't to distract yourself from loneliness, but instead it's to understand it so that you can navigate it. If you are feeling lonely and want to open up more, you can try spending time with your loved ones, making new connections, or as I mentioned before, finding a therapist. If you are feeling lonely because you struggle with being alone, you can spend more time on hobbies or things that bring you happiness and know that everyone works and lives at their own pace and does and accomplishes things in their own time. It doesn't always have to be so lonely. Your life and your journey can be a reminder that there's space for compassion, for growth, and for love. And while we fight this loneliness epidemic, we can realize our worth as individuals and our importance as a global collective. I now invite you to join me on this short guided meditation. So right now, regardless of where you are or what you're doing, bring attention to the moments you're in right now. Are you in a car by yourself? And if so, do you feel lonely? Are you comfortable in just hearing this podcast and learning something new or broadening a perspective? Do you feel content in the space you're in then? Or do you feel lonely despite having loved ones around you? When you feel these feelings of loneliness, try to figure out why that is. Bring awareness to what is it that's happening. Is it just a need to be surrounded by people? Or do you have an emotional need that's not being met? Do you need to have more connections with those around you, those loved ones who live by you or live far away but are just a phone call or text away? Or do you need to work on intentionally connecting perhaps with your partner or children who live under the same roof you do. Think about one action item that you can take today, something simple that isn't going to be perceived as a big to-do, but instead as a, I can do this small thing in the sake and in the name of just fostering positive, stable and long-lasting connections with people. Even with the people you live with, sometimes it's not enough to just share space, share the same roof or the same bedroom. Sometimes you need to do more. So take this moment to think about what is one simple thing you can do in order to continue to nurture these relationships and watch them grow through time. Thank you for listening in. And as always, remember, in a world where you are free to be anything that you want to be, 
You are always free to be mindful. Catch you next week.